Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. Welcome to another episode of SoundBites. My name is Corrine Pettit, and I'm here today with members of our Patient Navigation Center, which offers support to thousands of patients yearly. Here today is Jane Sladen, our Director of Patient Services, and Patient Navigators Ashley Lindbergh and Adriana Aguilar. Thank you, Jane, Ashley, and Adriana, for being on SoundBites today to talk about our Patient Navigation Center, the issues you encounter, and how you provide assistance. This discussion is very timely since August is Psoriasis Action Month, which is when the foundation brings awareness to what it takes to manage psoriatic disease regardless of treatment choice. I'll say more about Psoriasis Action Month at the end of this podcast. Well, let's start. Jane, since some of our listeners may not be aware of services provided by the Patient Navigation Center, can you please provide an overview of the assistance and resources provided by the center? Specifically, what is the overall purpose of the Navigation Center, and what can someone expect when they call in? Certainly. So we assist with finding a provider, help with insurance denials, and prescription assistance programs. But we also have a lot of information about psoriatic disease and treatment options. So the Patient Navigation Center provides ongoing support and guidance to patients, their caregivers, and their healthcare providers. Fantastic. And Ashley, the next question is for you. Can you please explain the role of a patient navigator? A patient navigator is someone that those who are impacted by psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis, and that can be the patient, a family member, or a friend, can connect with and continue to work with one-on-one. As Jane said, we offer support, information, guidance, and we work side-by-side with patients and really let them lead the conversation by focusing on their goals. Great. When someone calls in and contacts you guys, are they matched with a specific navigator who provides follow-up after the initial message? Yeah, so everyone who reaches out to us, typically the first navigator that they come in contact with, um, they'll continue to work with moving forward. Every time they call or email or text, they'll typically get the same person. And this is really helpful because we already know their story and they don't have to re-explain it every time. And I think it's really helpful for patients to know that there's a dedicated person um, that they can reach out to. So patients can also expect follow-up from their navigator every few months, but at the same time, they can also reach out whenever they want to as well. That's wonderful. So it's really a partnership. Yeah, absolutely. So are there other languages that are spoken or information provided in? We have two patient navigators that are bilingual in English and Spanish. And for those who speak a language other than English and Spanish, we also have the ability to access a live translator over the phone for most other languages. We also have the ability to have our written materials translated. So if someone reaches out to us in another language um, by email, we can typically translate a response back to them in their language. And this is just also, we can make sure that our service information and resources are available to as many people as possible. Ah, thank you. 
Uh, so Adriana, as a patient navigator, can you please talk about the types of requests for assistance you receive? Sure. So we get really a, a broad array of questions. No question is, is a bad question. We've kind of seen it all. So don't feel embarrassed or hesitate to ask us really anything. But I'll kind of go over the uh, common buckets or different types of questions that we get at the Patient Navigation Center. So that first uh, bucket consists of uh, questions about the disease itself. So a lot of people don't know what psoriasis or psoriatic arthritis is um, or what causes it. A lot of people come to us and say, no one in my family has this. How did I get this? Another common misconception has to do with autoimmune diseases and the fact that psoriatic disease is not considered an autoimmune disease. It's in fact considered an immune-mediated disease. So that's an important distinction that I like to talk about um, with people. Also talking about going back to what's causing psoriatic disease and essentially an excess of inflammation um, going on inside the body is is ultimately kind of what leads to the skin or joint symptoms. Um, So that's something that I will touch on pretty frequently with with people. And another a big question that we get is, is this curable? Unfortunately, at this time, there's no cure, but there definitely are a wide array of, of treatment options and remission is definitely possible for some people. We also get questions about common symptoms. So, you know, things like is discoloration or is flaking, is that common of psoriasis, numbness or warm sensation or fatigue, is this common of psoriatic arthritis? And essentially we're a source of information so, you know, we can give you common symptoms. We can't really comment on your specific case, but we can let you know what's typical of psoriatic disease and hopefully enable a a more in-depth conversation with your provider about what's going on for you and whether or not that might be psoriasis or psoriatic arthritis. And another big question that we get um, about the disease itself is um, whether or not people are going to develop psoriatic arthritis. You can essentially really have both or either or. If you have psoriasis, there's a one in three chance that you will go on to develop psoriatic arthritis. Um, But that's definitely a valid concern that that we are presented with pretty frequently. Kind of the second category of questions that we answer quite a bit has to do with um, healthcare provider searches, which I will actually uh, go a little bit more in depth on later in the podcast. We also get questions regarding treatments. A really popular question that we get is, what is the best treatment? And unfortunately, there's not really one answer for this. It's not as black and white as I wish it was. It really just depends from person to person. And there's so many things that really factor into that. So, you know, whether or not you have psoriasis or psoriatic arthritis, what other health conditions you have, what other treatments you're on, the severity of your disease. Other common questions that we get regarding treatments are people ask us, have you heard of fecal transplants? Have you heard of gastric bypass as a treatment for psoriasis or psoriatic arthritis? And um, to be honest, we're not always going to have all the information that you're looking for, but we will definitely try to give you any information that we do have and point you in the direction of someone that may know more regarding uh, the specific treatment that you are interested in. And we also get questions about specific treatments that people are considering or that they're on. So, you know, how does this biologic work? What are the common side effects of this treatment? Will this treatment interact with other treatments that I'm on? How effective is this treatment? And also just what, you know, what is the latest and greatest treatment? Um, So lots of questions about treatments. We also get quite a few questions about accessing treatments. So, you know, is it true that this treatment is going to cost me thousands of dollars a year? How am I going to be able to afford this treatment? What if I don't have insurance? What if I can't afford my copay? What if my insurance doesn't cover this treatment at all? Or 
even, um, you know, what if my insurance wants me to try a different treatment first? And Ashley will actually um, go over kind of how we address these issues a little bit later on in the podcast. But those are kind of just the general buckets of the different types of questions that we address. Oh, so good for a wide range of uh, resources and information. That's awesome. Definitely. So if someone's newly diagnosed with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis were to call in, what recommendations or information would you offer? Sure. So kind of the first thing that I start with is really just being a listening ear and, and being someone who can be there to hear what they've experienced so far. You know, a lot of people struggle with just getting a diagnosis or a lot of people have gone misdiagnosed for several years. And while it can be a relief to know what you're dealing with, it's kind of a whole another battle to come to terms with the fact that you have a chronic condition and that there's so many treatment options and so many different ways that this can affect your life. So really just um, being a listening ear, I think, is really the first step and helps me understand, you know, what I can provide them in the future to help better their situation. Then I kind of go into um, providing some basic information about psoriasis. Um, It's definitely something that's still uh, misunderstood and, you know, there's still a lot of room to grow. It's definitely not just something that is like a rash on the skin. It goes a lot deeper than that. So really just answering any kind of basic questions that people might have and giving uh, basic information about psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. Next, I talk about how they're feeling about treatments and if there's any specific treatments that they're interested in and go over kind of any details or answer any questions that they might have about that and offer them any resources to help them continue learning about treatments. Um, I'll also offer to connect them with someone else who has the disease. That can be really impactful for people, can make a huge difference. And I also let them know that I'm really a source of support and information moving forward. So really, it's just a starting point for us. And that's kind of how I like to end the conversation is letting them know that we will continue to work together until they achieve their, their goals that they're working towards. A great experience. So Ashley, on the topic of treatments, we've heard through the previous Sound Bites episodes why it's important to maintain skin clearance and treat psoriatic arthritis. However, some treatment options such as biologics are really expensive and not always covered by insurance benefits, which may be difficult for some people to afford. Uh, what advice or suggestions do you provide someone who finds cost a barrier to access? There are a lot of different things that we can offer patients who are having trouble accessing their treatment. Patients who can't access their treatment due to cost or insurance coverage, they're probably um, who we hear from the most in the Patient Navigation Center. And first off, I would say patients bring this to the attention of their healthcare provider or pharmacist if they're not able to afford the treatments that they were prescribed. I think it's important for providers to know when they prescribe treatments that their patients can't access and the providers might have a quick solution, but certainly always reach out to the patient navigation center as well. Again, this is the number one thing that we hear about from patients who contact us and we've worked with many different patients um, try to access many different treatments. So we're constantly gathering and updating our information that we have on different assistance programs. So we have, you know, a running list of copay assistance programs, patient assistance programs. There are even prescription assistance programs through the states. And we work with a lot of patients who don't have health insurance. So we are also um, able to help find low-cost clinics that could be especially helpful for people with psoriatic disease. And what assistance can you offer someone on a biologic who is transitioning to Medicare or who may no longer be eligible for copay assistance? This is definitely a common question that we get. So when people are transitioning to Medicare, they often find out that they're no longer 
eligible to receive copay assistance. But I think it's really important for patients to know that there still is assistance available for those on Medicare. And it's typically a type of program called a patient assistance program. And I know that sounds very similar to copay assistance. A patient assistance program is still offered through the manufacturer, but it's typically not advertised on the same website as the copay program, and they can be a little bit more difficult to find. But these programs are offered for most biologic treatments, and the eligibility requirements are mostly based on income. So if someone is transitioning to Medicare soon and they are worried about, you know, if they can afford their biologic treatment, certainly reach out to us because we have a list of all patient assistance programs for the biologic treatments and an overview of their eligibility requirements. We can even help patients get that application for the program, um, follow up with the program um, to see if they, how their application's going and if they're approved and, and even make the call with them together. Something else that we help patients with who are transitioning to Medicare is really understanding their coverage, which can be very confusing. We can even help them compare their plan options and find plans that cover their specific treatment or treatments that they're interested in. So in many ways, you provide a positive support by trying to help connect those who contact the Patient Navigation Center with resources, the psoriatic disease community, healthcare providers, or offer emotional support. Yeah, absolutely. So Adriana, what conversations or help would you offer someone who's distressed by a traumatic experience, such as someone bringing attention to their psoriasis publicly? Could be while eating in a restaurant, swimming, staying in a checkout at the grocery store, or even at the hair salon. Uh, Sure. So like I mentioned before, one of the main services that we provide is just being a listening ear and and being someone that can uh, bear witness to the experiences that people with psoriatic disease have on a day-to-day basis. And so a lot of times I will just start out and really um, try to create a comfortable space for people to share what it is that they've just gone through. I think it can really make a difference when you're talking to someone who knows psoriatic disease and the and the symptoms and how it can impact someone's life. And you can just share your experience without having to first explain what psoriatic disease is and how this symptom um, played into the experience that you just had. Kind of the second thing that I like to talk about is just let people know that it's okay to be feeling how they're feeling. If they're feeling sad or mad or disappointed or stressed. I think that's something that not a lot of people know is that the inflammation that is associated with psoriatic psoriatic disease um, can actually lead to other health conditions such as anxiety and depression. And so that really plays into the experiences that people with psoriatic disease are having as well. So again, just letting them know that it's okay to have an off day or an off moment. And then I also will offer to connect them to other folks who have psoriasis or psoriatic arthritis Um, I myself don't have either, but I definitely do have a background in the disease. But I think that talking to someone else who has maybe experienced a similar situation and getting ideas of how to handle it next time or gathering ideas of how to feel empowered in those types of situations really can make a big difference, really. So you mentioned connecting them with someone else that has the disease. Can you explain what that looks like? Sure. So we do have a couple different avenues for people to connect with um, others in the psoriatic disease community. We've got quite a few social media channels. We do also have community development managers um, throughout the U.S., and those folks can get people connected to volunteer opportunities, other people that have psoriatic disease 
that are nearby. We also have um, an online message board called Talk Psoriasis, which is a great place to search key terms like diet or cold tar, a number of different things. You can also post a question of your own. But one major program that we have that I like to highlight is the one-to-one program. It's, and it's essentially a mentor program for people, a six-month-long program where um, you can be paired up with a trained volunteer who has um, psoriasis, psoriatic arthritis, or both. And essentially what you will do is create a profile online, type in your information, and then you can search for people that you want to connect with. And you can even factor in a number of different things. So you can factor in whether or not you're looking for someone who has just psoriasis or just psoriatic arthritis or both, whether someone's on a certain treatment. You can also filter by the types of support that volunteers are kind of looking to offer. And I really recommend this program for a number of different reasons. Um, A lot of times people will come to us and ask questions about a certain treatment. And so I will recommend the one-to-one program to connect with someone who has been on on that specific treatment. Everyone's experience with the treatment is going to vary, but it can be helpful to talk to a couple different people that have been on that treatment and see what their experience was like. So what if the same individual is in need of finding a dermatologist or rheumatologist or explore other treatment options? What information would you provide? So we have a great provider directory online that is comprised of rheumatologists, dermatologists, uh, mental health experts, and these are all providers that have self-identified that they have an interest in or expertise in uh, psoriatic disease and have experience treating it. Um, And so that's on our website. So I like to point people in that direction quite a bit just as a starting point. I'm also a resource and can help with that search personally as well. Um, We encounter people that have a specific insurance type or they've seen multiple dermatologists or rheumatologists in the past and they're just having trouble finding someone. So all assist with that search or maybe they live in a a rural part of the country or having a harder time finding someone Um, that's definitely a situation where I would step in and help with that search and then also beyond just finding the provider you know we can help people prepare for their appointments so we can go for treatments that they're interested in beforehand give them resources to learn about all their different treatment options build up their knowledge base of the disease Um, so that they can come prepared with questions um, relevant to their situation. Essentially, we just help them make the most of that sometimes very limited, valuable time that they have with their provider. And then even after someone has met with a provider that maybe I have pointed them in the direction of or they found on their own, I always like to find out how the appointment went and follow up after. Um, Really, the appointment is just kind of an, an initial starting point. And so a lot of times patients will have questions after about something that provider said or a diagnostic test that they recommended or a treatment that they recommended. They might have issues come up that have to do with cost or their insurance. So again, um, we have a lot of different resources that can help people find a provider, such as our online database, internal resources, and and our own ability to help with that search, getting prepared for the appointment, and then also follow up after the appointment are kind of key pieces of finding the right provider that fits for you. And something that that a lot of people may not know is that it's pretty common for people to see multiple providers. So we learned recently that for people that have psoriasis, they typically see about six to seven dermatologists before they find someone that is the right fit for them. And that, you know, that's definitely a reality that we are not excited about, um, but we're here as a resource to help people find the provider that, that fits their needs. And again, that just that factors in so many different things. So communication style, um, the treatments that they work with, how close or far away they are from the patient. So just keep in mind that it, it might take a little bit of time, but again, we're here as a resource to help with that. 
Great. Well, thank you so much for that wealth of knowledge, Adriana. And it's really obvious the passion that you have for the people you serve. The next question that we have is for Jane. Uh, Jane, are there any limitations to the services provided by the Patient Navigation Center? Yes, the patient navigators cannot give medical advice or a diagnosis. And we're also not equipped to answer any medical coding or billing questions. And the navigators aren't licensed mental health counselors, but we are very happy to direct constituents to hotlines or to find therapists to help them on their journey. Great. And Ashley, back to you. So since August is Psoriasis Action Month, how can connecting with the Patient Navigation Center bring a positive impact to someone who's really struggling to accept his or her diagnosis and reach skin clearance? So when someone reaches out to the Patient Navigation Center, we just really try to meet them where they're at. Like I said before, there there are many different ways that we can help, and Adriana talked a lot about this as well. So there are many different services that we offer that can bring a positive impact to someone with psoriatic disease, and it can really depend on what their personal goals are. We try to help patients, you know, reach those goals or even realize those goals. So whether someone wants to connect with others, learn more about treatments, better access their treatments, learn more about the disease itself, or even how things like diet, exercise, and stress reduction can impact one's overall health, whatever someone's goals are, um, we try to help them in a way that's specific to that person. So one thing we hear a lot about is the constant fatigue. What paths can you offer to help improve overall health outcomes? We get that question a lot. We hear from a lot of people who are experiencing fatigue and they ask how, you know, what they can do about it. And it's a tricky question to answer because it can be due to so many different things. Um, You know, it can be due to the disease itself, to the treatment options, to other health conditions, could even have to do with diet or lack of exercise or just a combination of these things. So because it's so difficult to pinpoint, it's really important to connect with your healthcare provider if you're experiencing extreme fatigue. So someone like your primary care provider or even um, your rheumatologist so they can help you get to the bottom of, of what's causing the fatigue and then come up with solutions. Great. Thank you. So, Jane, how long has the Patient Navigation Center been in operation, and how many people do you help on average per month? Well, the Patient Navigation Center started in 2016, so we've uh, been helping patients for just about three years. We have currently five patient navigators, and on average for 2019, they've helped approximately 1,850 people each month, and we see that number growing every year. So it's fantastic how many people that we've been able to positively impact with their health. Wow, that's definitely a feat for five people to do. That's amazing. So if someone's in need of contacting the Patient Navigation Center, what's the best way to do so? Well, there's a couple of different ways. Uh, Most people are emailing us at education at psoriasis.org. You can also call us at 800-723- 9166, option one, or text to 503-410-7766. Well, in closing, what final comments would you like to share with our listeners today who may be faced with the challenges that make it tough to live with psoriasis and or psoriatic arthritis? Well, I'll start off, and I know Ashley and Adriana will have lots of comments on this also, but I think just generally, don't be afraid to reach out to us. Uh, We are here to help you in your journey and nothing is too small to ask. Yeah, so even if you don't need assistance at this time or you don't have any questions in mind right now, I think it's still a good idea to reach out to us 
and just uh, establish a connection. We have so many different resources that could be helpful, and I think that could even be surprising to patients. So we encourage listeners to reach out to us anyway. Um, yeah, so just to kind of echo what, what Jane and Ashley have already said, um, I also encourage listeners to reach out to us um, if you're curious about um, what we do here at the Patient Navigation Center, if you have any questions, or like Ashley said, even if you don't have questions, you know, establishing that relationship in case anything comes up in the future is, is really beneficial. Or again, if you're um, just having a, a tough day, if you're having a, a, a bad moment, definitely reach out. I kind of like to think of the Patient Navigation Center as, as kind of like a smartphone where we're a huge database of information and collective experience, and there's a lot um, of different ways that we can help. But if you don't tap into that, not really making the best use of a, a resource that's right at your fingertips, I'm sure a lot of things on my smartphone can do that I just am not aware of, and I kind of think of the Patient Navigation Center in a similar sense. So um, again, the key message is really just to reach out and start that conversation. That's a great analogy, and thank you for what you do and all your hard work. Thank you. As mentioned at the start of this episode, August is Psoriasis Action Month. Join us by taking action and know what's possible with psoriatic disease. Try our interactive treatment quiz at psoriasis.org forward slash psoriasis hyphen action hyphen month. Or you can participate in our Instagram campaign. Here's how it works. Follow at national.psoriasis.foundation on Instagram. Find our giveaway photo. Comment on that photo. Take five people and ask them to follow MPF. Then MPF will send you a direct message to get you your mailing info so that we can send you a gift. You can also help by making a donation, or you can contact one of our patient navigators today to see how they can help you take control of your disease at 1-800-723-9166, option 1, or by email, education at psoriasis.org. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us in a couple weeks for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Sound Bites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.